Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pour the Tea Podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm Tess. And we are so glad you're here. We are getting into the final episode of Season 5, Episode 10 of Love is Blind. And this is big, big love. This is mm-hmm. where they come in hot with these weddings. And mm-hmm. we're, we get to see and find out who says I do and who doesn't. That's right. So today is the wedding day. And I have a very special something that I want to use and give me just a second okay oh my gosh I'm scared because I have no idea what this is (laughs) in an occasion with this I decided to, to wear a veil for this for this moment Oh, I man. am. I need to put on a suit jacket or something. I'll be the man in this situation. <laughs> I, you know what? I did not have a veil at my wedding, so I thought, well, why not? Let's just wear a veil on the wedding day. It is a headband that says "bride" oh on top God. with a veil. It's very reminiscent of something that you would wear on your bachelorette party. Am I right? It is classy AF. Let's just talk about that. So I am shooketh. I was not expecting this, and this is. This is classic test for you guys. She just throws out these punches that yeah. you have no idea are even coming. <laughs> That's right. I have to I have to um, be in the moment here. So Yes. Oh I my love gosh. It. Let's dive Such right in, shall idea. we? <laughs> All right. So we're starting off with Stacy and Izzy first. And yes. they're um, probably I think we would you say that they were getting married like out in Magnolia? Like it's more country. Very it's country not as busy. vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very slow and you know, they pull up in their different cars, which I can't remember. Do you remember what kind of car they, they arrived in? She arrived in a Rolls Royce. At least that's what I think it is. I'm not a car person, yeah. but it looked like a Rolls Royce. Of course. Right. I mean, I wouldn't put that past her. No, not at all. That was that was probably part of their budget that she's like, oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> arriving in style I'm splurging now. on that. Forget the dress. I'm going with the Rolls Royce. But if you remember, we last left them off with that big talk about the credit cards and the debt when they were packing and we Mm -hmm. really left with this uncertainty. I mean, that seemed like it was a very, very heavy conversation. Again, we did not hear what led into that. So the big conversation that they had about the the credit cards and the debt, we don't know. They didn't show it. So we only are getting the aftermath. "Mm -hmm." I know. I want to know what was said. Why, why not show that? Well, and here's my thing going back to that. If you had that conversation off camera, and let's say he was embarrassed and he didn't want to have it on camera. Then have that big conversation in total with her off camera. You had some right. kind of conversation with her off camera. Have the whole thing. And just tell her, I wanted to not have this. I wanted this to be between you and I, not between everybody you, watching I, it. You, I, and the whole world. Yes. But you know what? I will point out one thing that I saw was Stacy gets out of the car not wearing her custom denim jacket that said Mrs. Zapata on the back. Nope. It just said bride. And so right there, I was already starting to think like, mm, is she, she in was it? super excited. I know, like, it, I, don't, I don't feel like, you know, maybe she's she's fully here. So um, it kind of goes back and forth a lot in this um, episode. And it'll go to Izzy talking, you know, to him and his guys. It'll go back to Stacy talking with her girls and her mom and, and all of that. So it's a lot to keep up with. But yeah, 
He's saying that he didn't think his credit score would be that big of a deal, but it was. Um, and his argument here is that love has no credit score, love has no price tag, love <laughs> has no timeline. And I'm going to defend Stacy on this one because yeah. you are married. Yes, all of those things are right that Izzy said. But you are also marrying somebody where you are taking on that shared responsibility of having to yes. fix these things. Yes. The debt, the credit card situation, the whatever it is. And that's not fair to expect her to be totally okay with that. Like, that's something that takes time to process and and realize and understand. Like, oh, hey, maybe she doesn't want to have to fix these things. And I don't blame her. But, you know, it it does go to show that, um, you know, this accelerated timeline really has them where they're having to, to think on their feet. They don't have the time to just sit and be like, well, can we fix this, you know, in eight months? Can we fix this tomorrow? You know, so uh, I got to give it to Stacey on this one because that's a big decision and and one that she, you know, was not taking lightly. Yeah, I I just it's very hard in this moment to really get a feel of where she's at. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not giving off a vibe of I'm going to do this, but she's not also giving off that vibe of I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do it. She's emotional while she's sitting there with her glam squad and she's talking Mm -hmm. about how, you know, she never thought that she would find love like this before in her life. And Izzy allows her to be vulnerable. She's able to be herself. Her -hmm. sisters even come in. And she's getting ready and they're just, you know, is this the right thing? Is this what you want to do? Um, you know, we love Izzy. He's a wonderful part of the family. And then, you know, back and forth, like you said, Izzy's talking to his groomsmen. And he just says that mm-hmm. he says about Stacy that she knew everything about him. And she challenges him to be better. She's fun mm-hmm. and she's loud. She's tough. But when you break down those walls, she's very tender and sweet and kind. And he said, you know, it's right. been a ride. And their their love story has been a ride. But there's no one else that we would want to do it with. So he's all in. He seems right. very, very sure about his decision. He is. And and Stacy, you know, they're they're talking, you know, with her her girls and stuff and and she's like they're so different. They have very have had very different life experiences. Um she brings up that he just got his passport and I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, maybe he had, I mean, we know that he has not yeah. been financially able in a lot of things." Um but she brings up that he's not as She needs to let that go. She does need to let it go. She does, but she continues to bring up that he's not as cultured and that he wouldn't even know what to order at a Mediterranean restaurant. And I'm like, I I wouldn't wouldn't know what to order at a Mediterranean (laughs) restaurant. Like, come on, man. Like, this is not a fair argument in that sense. But she she goes on to tell her mom that he wasn't transparent with her and that she should have known about the credit card issue earlier on. Fair point. Fair point. He brought up that it was all about money for her. Okay, but again, we go back to this being a very big deal. Yeah. Why should she have to take on the responsibility and the debt and mm-hmm. the bad credit score? Like, what if they? What if she wanted to sell her three-story house and move on to something else? Like, so it's only on under her name because he can't. He can't even apply. Like that credit scores take forever to build. Yeah. Forever. 
We had this so happen it, in the first season with, um, I never remember his name, Barden. I don't remember. We had a couple. Bartel. Well, Bartel. When he was getting married, his fiance told him beforehand, hey, I have student loan debt. He didn't have any kind of debt, but he had a house. They talked through this before they got married. He ended up selling his house to help pay for her student loan debt. What a man. But but what I'm saying with that is that they had that conversation beforehand. Sure. Bef- the, before the night before the wedding. So it wasn't even like right. it just sprung on him and he had to make that decision. I'm saying right. that if you would have given her enough time to process through that as opposed to the day before the wedding... I think she wouldn't have reacted that way. I think she would have had time to work through that. But you didn't give her that chance. You didn't give her that chance. And now you're in this position where you're stuck in limbo and you're unsure of whether she's going to say yes or not. You did it to yourself. And you absolutely did. And her mom mentions, she kind of gives her a personal story. And I mean, I don't know if it's based off of Stacy's dad, but her mom mentions that she personally ignored red flags before and it came back to bite her in the butt. So don't ignore the red flags. Yeah. And that was like, ooh, you know, of course your mom's always going to have your back. But that was just kind of a very powerful statement. I think, you know, coming from her mom, she's been there. She's been divorced. She's gone through a messy divorce. You know, it's been um, financial, financial situation kind of thing. So um, yeah, it was interesting, but it cuts back over to Izzy. He's with his groomsmen and they're like, you should write her a letter. And I thought it was, and they're like, we'll help you with it. Okay. For one. You can't find the words, homie. What the hell? Right. Why, why do you need help writing this letter? Two, it shows all of these groomsmen hovering over him while he's writing this personal letter Mm -hmm. to Stacy on their wedding day. I was like, okay, man, like, no, you need to be the grown up here to write it yourself. Right. Did you get the letter? Did you write down what the poem said? Or the letter says? I didn't. Do okay, when it comes to it, I did. I did. So when you okay, come to because it. because I thought it was so annoying. But um, she wants him to love her the way that she needs to be loved because she's a, a hopeless romantic. She is. That's but, what she says. Yeah, she, she said it very baby talk and I was cringing again. But she said she wants him to love her the way that she needs to be loved because she's a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. But my thought is you can't force someone to think that way you can't you know like you can't force someone to think that way you can't force someone to feel that way and I truly don't feel like Izzy would automatically think of those things on his own well he's certainly not gonna do it in four weeks no you know what I mean like for lack of better words you gotta train that into a man (laughs) you know like I you're not wrong and it takes years ladies it takes years it's not just a quick thing and so it's taken years to to figure out a lot of things between me and john and Mm -hmm. you know they're having to just compact it and put it all in together so yes anyway uh she stacy said she feels one way one second and the other way the next Mm -hmm. she asked her dad because she's talking with her dad at this point um if she was supposed to feel wishy-washy on her big day and you know she thanks her dad for showing up for her and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. you know it's it's this back and forth thing that leaves you wondering like what is actually going to happen here 
you know, her mom was asking her if she feels like he's told her everything. And Mm -hmm. Stacy says that she has all these different voices in her head saying, but he has, and I have, I'm fighting for you. I'm showing you, but, and her mom asks her, so if you say no today, are you going to be okay with losing Izzy forever? And that's when we cut to him writing that letter. But Which, what what the letter say, girl? What the oh letter say? Oh, my God. The letter. So one of his groomsmen comes in when she's getting ready. She looks gorgeous, by the way. She really does. She looks very she elegant very and nice. beautiful. And he brings it in, and she sits down, she reads it. And the poem says, this is very reminiscent of the poem that she wrote about him mm-hmm. when she was in the pods. And it says, right. why I love you. You never get complacency. You're so hot, I want to turn on the AC. I want to glue my hands on your boobs like a pasty. With you, I love the chasey. Why am I wanting to marry you? Because I am madly in love with you, Stacy. I know you're nervous, scared, and worried, but just know I'm always here. I'm always here to be that calming man who will fight every day for you. I love you. He's talking about gluing his hands to her boob pasties. This is the like, note you're going to write to your future bride. It's going to be your bride in about two hours. This is the note, the love I note, know. to reassure her that everything's going to be fine. And I know we left on uncertain terms, but this is the letter you're going to read to to reassure her. Okay. Yeah. I was annoyed. I was like, ew. I, it gave me the ick factor. Yeah. But it yeah. also gave me the ick factor when she wrote her, she wrote that poem to him in the pods. So, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand there for me. I guess, but she had said that she woke up feeling very calm, which is not how she felt yesterday, talking about the time with the credit cards, the conversation. She felt very stressed out the day before, and the most stressful part is she feels like she isn't getting all the information about the finances when she has already brought it up several times before. It's made her doubt him. It's not about even the credit cards. It's about being totally transparent when transparency is absolutely needed. Oh, I couldn't agree more. So when she said that, I'm thinking, right, like, where are we going with this? Yeah. Are we going to say yes? Are we going to say no? So, I mean, uh, I don't know. But they end up, you know, walking in. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of weird because the doors are closed. And then Izzy has his, has like a, yes, for him. Is he? They open him, and he has his grand entrance of like walking down yeah. the aisle. He does like a spin. He's like holding his hands out like he's the man of the hour, which you know it's your. Wedding. He was nervous. Yes, he was. There was some serious stress sweat going down his forehead. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> you know. Then she comes down the aisle with her dad and stuff like that. She was holding his hands in her, in hers. Did you notice that? He was holding. Wait, say she that again? was holding his hands in her hands. So her she dad's? was on the bottom instead of like, no, Izzy's. Oh, I did not even pay attention. Wow. Someone pays attention to detail. I didn't even uh, notice. I mean, I'm more looking at her face. And my whole thought was, this is like total resemblance of their relationship. Oh, absolutely. Like she's supporting him. Yes. You know, she is the one, her hands are on the bottom. She's the one holding him up, supporting him. And I instantly right there, I was like, okay, no, like this is how this is going to be. She's going to be his mama. She's going to be the sugar mama. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's going to go. But 
he goes to talk about his speech and he said that she's tough to crack, but that when she lets her walls down, that's when he falls in love with her. He says he'll never give up on her and that he will always fight for her. It's such a serious moment. Well, but he's like freaking reciting a freaking novel. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm looking at my watch like, okay, Izzy, how long are these vows going to go on? Right. And he continues to go, go, go. It's such a serious moment. Mm -hmm. And then he turns her to the crowd, telling everyone how amazing she looks. And so it was like (laughs) such a beautiful, serious, wonderful moment between the two of them. It was very lovey-dovey, all of that. And then it's like he was trying to make a show of the whole thing. Like, maybe or maybe I don't know. It, It just, again, ick factor. Yeah. So it then goes to her, you know, her vows. And Mm -hmm. she said he made her feel with her heart and made her comfortable again. She said that he's a calm to her storm and that the last few days have been a lot, but she still loves him through it. Yeah. So. But wait a minute, because when she got done reading those vows, she was crying and he went to go. I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed this. He went to go wipe away a tear and she pulled yes! away slightly. And she pulled away. Slightly. She and I thought, away. oh, she's going to say no. She's not feeling yeah. it. She would have mm-hmm. embraced him. She would have embraced him right. touching her face, wiping that away. Ooh. And, but it it wasn't like a quick, like, jerk back. It was just like a. Don't like a, touch me. You had to be watching or else you would have. Missed you it. You would have missed it kind of thing. Yeah. But then the preacher asks, is love blind? Mm-hmm. And what is what happens here? You, you drop the bomb. So he says, he does. He, he, he's going to marry her. Yes, I do. Gladly, willingly, mm-hmm. I take her. And then it gets to Stacy. And the same question is asked of Stacy. And Stacy says she loves him more than she can explain. She mm-hmm. wants to make him happy. She wants to give him that reassurance. She says, I do want you, I want to say yes, but I would be doing you and me a disservice right now to say that I do when I feel like there's a lot of things that we need and more than anything, we need time. We haven't had time. That's something Uh I need. So for me today, I can't. I hope you can understand that. He says he can and he loves her. He seems at this moment like he, he feels with her in it. Right. Like he understands like, okay, yeah. they're going to be okay. They're going to get through it. They're going to work through the, the issues that they have. Yeah. But then I thought it was really weird because he starts like possessively kissing her. Oh, it was in hard. In front of the crowd. Hard and long. It was like, yes. And it was like she had just said yes. Like it's, it's that type of like passionate. Like I can't all let over you go. Your face. Yes, it was really, really, really strange that I was, I was just kind of watching like, wait, you know, she said no, right? Like, let's be real. Yeah, but she, I mean, he seemed like he supported her decision. Right. She leaves him at the altar and he's left there to basically thank everybody for coming. Mm -hmm. He leaves and as he leaves, everyone's kind of clapping and you can see he's getting, he's starting to get emotional. He's hurt and he's sad. And he's sweating profusely. Like the sweat's pouring off of his head. He is. He's trying his best to hold back his tears, but he's failing. He Uh says, you know, he feels very numb. His mom joins him in the back of the house and she's surprised. Her concern is for him and to see this moment hurts. He is the man he is because of his mom. Right. And his mom even said she would rather him be hurt now versus being hurt later in the future. Yeah. What did she relate that to? 
It was such a good analogy, and um, I can't write it, it, write was it a, down. It was. So she, um, his mom said, you know, I had to, to take a step back for a second, and I had to think of how this felt at another point in our lives. And she said, when I took you to the doctor as oh. a child and gave you your immunizations, she's like, I knew it was going to hurt you. I knew it was going to be painful, and you knew it was going to hurt. You know it was going to be painful, but... We have to get through that pain for then you to start feeling better. Like it's mm-hmm. a necessary hurt for you to continue going on with your life and then not have that hurt again. Right. So, so um, great. Such a was, great analogy. It was very beautiful. I have yeah. props to his mom because I I would never relate, you know, that as a child because you as a parent feel that pain. And she even said sure. that, you know, like you as a parent feel that pain for your child. You don't want to ever see them hurt. You don't want to ever see them cry. Mm -hmm. But yet here you are. And I'd rather it be now than get invested in this and be hurting later down the road. Yeah, because your pain is my pain. That's how it goes. When my kids hurt, I hurt. Absolutely. So it goes back to Stacy. She says she feels fine. Her mom asks her if she has any regrets, any regrets. And Stacy instantly says no. So you know mm-hmm. that she feels at peace with her decision. But Stacy yeah. and Izzy go outside to meet and talk to each other. They're, nobody else is around. And um, Oh, boy, starts, does he turn, just, right? This is oh, not the man quickly. that she left at the altar. No, 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 no. And she said she knows she loves him, but that she feels relieved because the pressure of getting married so fast is gone. Mm-hmm. She said it was the hardest thing because she wants to make him happy. Mm-hmm. He said he feels confused, and she says, don't be confused about how I feel. Like, she's trying to reassure him, like... Yeah. Like, my feelings I for you are you. still valid. I'm yes, here. I just yes. want to work on these things before we commit like this. Right, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. He feels that they're going backwards now and feels that they're in different spots, which makes it difficult. His argument for the whole thing was that when is it ever going to be the right time? He said, if he's the one, what does a timeline mean? And he goes on to argue that she's always trying to find something wrong. And mind you, when when Izzy and his mom are meeting together, he's got that bottle open. He's already been drinking. Mm-hmm. His cup is full. Yeah. You know that this conversation that he's having with Stacy right now, he is inebriated. He's not in his right mind. Yeah. So well, he just it's you know again what? with the gaslighting. You know what I mean? Like yes, he again I, turns the gaslighting on her. Like all of a sudden now it's Stacy's fault. You can't see that there is fault in both. And she's there. Right. And it's not even fault, really. She's not even saying, I don't want to be with you. She's just saying we need more time. That's all she's saying. She's trying to reassure him that she does feel love for him, that she yes. does. She is in this with him. Mm-hmm. So. Him, like, misconstruing it and making it all about him, I feel like it was this way for him. It was his way for him to have the last word. Like, he's got to be the one to... Mm. Yeah, but he also says, like, he just wants to be loved the way that he loves. And I'm like, okay, so with secrets and lies, got it. That's the way you want it because that's what it's been. <laughs> I mean, in all, good point. in all honesty, yeah, like, there's is. not been full, like she says, there's not been full transparency. She has been full transparency this whole time. She has been unapologetically Stacy this whole time. And he has not been. You know what? When I even think about it, when my girls get married... Even if they've been dating for eight years and they want to, they're walking down the aisle and they have a change of heart and say, I need more time. 
That's mm-hmm. okay. Yes. It's okay. I would rather that you say that now than get into something that you're not 100 million percent sure about and mm. then have regrets in five years that you made the wrong decision. And then now you've got to divorce and that's a whole big spiel, right? Exactly. Aye, but aye, Izzy aye. says that he blocked everything out. Looks, which I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. God. Does he not find her attractive? Yeah, that's some BS right there. I know. Money. And he says he's blocked out looks, money, and drama for her. You are okay, all those are things. You? you are the drama with with the money issues. And now you're talking about the looks. I think she's beautiful. I think you're an idiot if you're trying to sit here and say you're trying. She is beautiful. He's trying to make himself feel better. Like, I was giving her a chance. The benefit know? of the doubt. Yes. So he starts getting riled up and he says, you know, mind you, this is a confessional. He's not talking to Stacy, but he's he starts getting riled up and he said, why are you 33 years old and still single? I'm 29 and can give you everything a rich effing 45 year old man Uh can that you always go for. Yeah. And I was like, sir. And mind you, this is in an interview. (laughs) He doesn't even have the balls to tell her this to her face. No. No, and he compares no. he compares love to Titanic. I'm like, really? You're going to compare it to Titanic? <laughs> yes. He said that he was at the gym and saw the Titanic, or, you know, Titanic yeah. was on at the gym. And he felt that that was like their love story as well. And Get so, over it. It's the truth. Izzy said that he feels that love is blind. He said he gave everything he had to give. He deser- deserves the love that he gives and the effort that he puts in. Stacy said she does feel that love is blind, but that she doesn't have that 100% certainty. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. right. There's nothing wrong with that. And so um, it that's where it ends with the two of them. And we don't know. like, Well, she just takes her dog and she hits the road, man. She gets back in that Rolls Royce with her puppy dog and she's gone. Mm-hmm. There is so a Stacy-shaped I'm... hole in the wall as she leaves. <laughs> Get me gone. And she's running out the door. Uh-huh. But um, we'll see what what ends up happening with the two of them. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they'll stay together. I I feel like she did everything she could to reassure him that yeah. she was still in it, and that she just needed more time. Yeah, she, he got bitter at the end. I say then that that's indicative of how he's going to be in the yeah, rest of but your time you know what, together. Stacy, run, girl. Run. Yeah. Get out of that. Run. You deserve better. Mm-hmm. And it's not Izzy, I don't feel like. No, she needs, you know, fine. If thirty, if 29 is not right, then continue to date the 45-year-olds if that's what you want. And you need more maturity. You need somebody who's more responsible, has their shit together. Sure. I don't think it's him. I said it, I said I it last time. He needs a life coach. He really does. You did. Yeah, you nailed, you hit the nail on the head. So um, good riddance. Wish them both the best, but ta-ta. So we move on to Milton and Lydia. Oh my gosh. I love, I love them in this moment. She is decked out. Head to toe in bridal attire. (laughs) She's like, can you tell I'm getting married? She's like, can you tell I'm the bride? I'm the bride? Who's the bride? I'm the bride. so cute. She's so cute. She's just so excited about it. She will never stop being who she is. And I hope she is. I hope she's that all the time. And I really do hope that she is what he needs and vice versa for them. I agree. She says, you know, all the tears were worth it. And we always get this flashback, you know, of their journey. So they're starting the pods and it's just so cute how far they've come. 
And, it you is. know, their, their love, their highs, their lows, you know, their arguments, their resolutions in those arguments. We see all that. And, you know, her friend asks, you know, is there any concern about his age? And, you know, they remember how they were when they were his age and how very different they were at 24 than he is at 24. That he has that right. maturity and he doesn't show that. And I thought that was very wise. You know, to look back and I say, so I too. wasn't that mature, but he was, but he's a hell of a lot more but mature than is. I ever was. Uh-huh. Right. You know, she brings up the previous argument that they had and how he told her he didn't like the way she handled the situation with he who must not be named. You know, but besides <laughs> that argument, they have a great relationship. And I don't even think that argument yeah. was that bad. Again, you have to have these discussions, these heavy discussions. I don't even want to call it an argument. At least it doesn't right. have to lead in that way. As long as you can see no. reason from both sides, I think that you can have a very mature conversation. And if you can see both sides and both viewpoints, hell, you're miles ahead of anybody that's in that position two weeks into a relationship. Well, yeah, but, you know, they have the communication factor going, which is something that we talked about, like... You have to be open and honest and upfront about all of the things all at once so there's no hidden secrets. The big stuff, you cannot leave unturned before you get into a marriage. You have to figure out a way to deal with them. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been something that both of them have really been good about communicating with each other. Yeah. I mean, he, he has said to his friends, his groomsmen, you know, that she is something that he's always wanted. When he met her, he just knew that she was going to be the one. She's the kind of woman the that one. he wants and needs. That is huge to recognize that. that. Um, he's been up. I God love him. He had worked the prior that night before. So he had been up since mm-hmm. 2 p.m., got off work and headed straight to the day. wedding. But he said it was, yeah. you know, it's all worth it. He has a great moment with his dad. His dad is very blunt and very straightforward with him. And they're kind of exchanging these cute little moments with the cufflinks. I just wanted to reiterate, it was just so sweet and gentle. And like, he Mm -hmm. seems like this gentle giant kind of guy, but he had such knowledge, you know, to tell him, you know, learn to fight fair. Anything will work as long as you're willing to put the work into it. And he, he says that um, he's like, Milton is agreeing with him and, you know, they're having this conversation, but, you know, he just... He was like, all right, well, it sounds like you've got this figured out. You know, like it sounds mm-hmm. like you're you've got your mind made up. And mm-hmm. so it was it was a very precious moment between the two of them. But um, yeah, yeah, I I still was like, OK, are you unsure about it? Because then he starts questioning Milton, starts mm-hmm. questioning if he should be more worried yeah. and wanted to know if he's going into it naive since mm-hmm. everyone had some reservations about something along the way. Right. He even tells his dad, you know, well, his dad says to him, I think what's throwing everybody off is the time frame. But his dad even says, but that doesn't matter if you know it's right. Mm-hmm. And he, his dad said, I disagreed with the dad, but only from my first experience. You know, his dad says the first two years are the easiest. That's why they call it the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Our first even six months of marriage was very difficult. It was mm-hmm. a, sure. holy smokes, we're in this, we're locked down there's no way to go we have to figure out this we have to be able to talk through these arguments and and these differences yes i mean you're you're molding your life with someone i i found it to be a lot more stressful 
But then, you know, you, you slowly, slowly work through it. So I felt like I didn't have that honeymoon phase quite. I had that honeymoon phase like, in the beginning of our dating, but not at the beginning of our yeah. marriage. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And I mean, it happens to every married couple. I mean, it's not just, you know, one set person. And it happens at different time frames, you know, like yeah. whereas it might all of the hard stuff might not happen all at once. It could happen seven years down the road, which is year seven for us was really difficult. Yeah, so, seven year you know, itch. Just, yeah, so I mean, ebbs and flows of a marriage for sure. But absolutely, um, and the more stressors you put on house, kids, jobs, the more you put on, absolutely, the more those ebbs and flows are gonna come through. But if you can absolutely. work through those, man, your bond is so good. And David and I have an amazing I bond. I agree, and we've managed to work yeah. through those things. So I mean. It may be honeymoon phase for some. It wasn't for us. But again, like you said, ebbs and flows. Well, that and at the end of the day, you always will come back to choose each other. And if you can't mm -hmm. and if you don't, then that's when you have a bigger problem. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know he's got my back. He knows I've got his. I Mm -hmm. have his. And that I would choose him a thousand times over again and again and again because I know I see the value and the worth there. Absolutely. We fought for each other. Absolutely. And, you know, in the same token, David makes me a better person. He's, he reminds me a lot of, I think this is why I connect so much to Milton and Lydia, because we are sort of that dynamic. I am a lot more emotional and quick to react to things. Mm. And David is very much like Milton, a very calm. Very much so. Yes. And that's why I think... Doesn't let things get to him. No. And I think that's why I see where I have this bond really with Milton and Lydia and want them to work out. I could see that. Yes. Because it's just a younger version of David and I is the way that I feel (laughs) about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just seeing us in in them, in in our younger version here with Milton and Lydia. But... His dad also tells him, you know, you have to maintain communication and learn to fight fair, which is big. We're not going tit for tat. Mm-hmm. And you know who would have gone tit for tat? Freaking Uche. Oh, absolutely. This man. There's not not a doubt in my mind. This dad right here needs to have a long sit down conversation with Uche. I think Uche could learn a few things from Milton's dad. Uche could learn a few things from everybody that isn't himself. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it. like He ugh. needs a life coach, too. Him and Izzy, maybe they can get a two-for-one deal. Uh, (laughs) At this point, Milton has still not written his vows. He is a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy. Isn't he? That's okay. But he's not worried. Absolutely. He's not worried. He'll figure it out. And maybe that's, you know, maybe some of the best vows come that way. You don't sit down. You don't think about it. You just write. When it's not, there's not pressure yeah, he says, like you had said before, you know, he's starting to get more nervous. and But the fact that people are more nervous than he is, that scares him. Because he's right. he's not sure if he's going into this super naive. That's just the way he is. He's all about the data points, right. all the analysis, analytic thinking. But you know right. what? He makes it. He walks down that aisle and he gets up there at that altar. And you know what? There is such a difference between him and Izzy because Izzy's mm-hmm. like this big grand gesture all eyes on me and Milton's like the doors are open okay I'm gonna walk in you know like it yes. wasn't like a stand outside the doors and wait for them to open like he was just he walked in no no big deal and he's like all right hey everybody like let's go kind of thing 
Meanwhile, Lydia is getting ready and her mom comes in. Her mom is just the sweetest woman. Is she not? She is just she is. so proud. She's so proud of Lydia, the person that she's become, the woman that As she, she is be. today. Yes, but in part that's because of you, mom. She she idolizes you. And I think, she, right. you know, mom, give yourself some credit in that moment. And, you know, Lydia just knows that Milton is the one. She's known since the beginning. She is. She's very sure. Yes. And she says that she's at peace with her decision and that he is everything she's ever wanted. And she just, she starts to get emotional. She, you know, she says that they made this decision together to just jump into it blindly mm-hmm. without thinking it through. But they are the perfect balance for each other. She looks gorgeous. Her hair is done. She's got it curled. Oh, it's beautiful. Her brothers come in. We get to meet her one brother for the first time. They both come in. He's a lot more emotional. And Mm -hmm. he's, I mean, they're just, they give her the hug. Her family dynamic is so special. They all love each other so immensely. They're all very in tune with each other. They're all super connected. And I love that. I love that Milton is getting to experience that side of Mm-hmm. of the dynamic here because his family is very serious. Her family is like arms are wide open, come mm-hmm. on home kind of thing. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, he's so tall, by the way. I wrote Milton? that down because I... Oh, I did Yes. Too. I did too. I, I know, but... Because the, the neck, I don't yeah. know, like... For Lydia both of like them. Looking up. She's looking yeah, up Yeah, and so he's bad. like looking, looking straight down. down. I'm like, man... They should have put him on different steps. You know, <laughs> to make it even they level, have. But, but you could see it on his face the minute the doors open and she walked through. You just knew. You just knew that he was He's right like, where he needed girl. to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they exchange vows. It's so sweet. Just the the love that they have for each other is it just radiates. It's so beautiful. Her brother is a mess. He's over there crying. It's I mean, so just precious. You know, weddings. I guess bring it out. um they exchange you know it's time to it's time to say the i do's lydia says yes milton he's asked and then there's this like beat a long beat and he says yes he wants to marry her so they both say i I know because i'm like wait are we said oh my god are we getting no wedding are we um second guessing this right now or yeah are we getting no yeses here i know i'm like come on we need we need a couple to come out of this alive like Yes, but he just kisses her right then and there. I mean, he kisses her early, and even the pastor or whatever <laughs> he is says, hey, you're not supposed to do that yet. He goes, oh, I'm not, and everyone laughs and cheers, and they're just very, very happy. Her veil falls off, and he puts it on him, and he, you know, models it for him, but they're married, and they're happy, and they're just so in love, and I hope to they God are. that they maintain that. I really do. And they already started in on the playful banter. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, do you know how to open the champagne bottle? You oh, know, yeah. Because he's so young and all of that. And then the he teasing. makes something about, yeah, it's the teasing playful banter going back and forth that just was so precious. And, you know, Lydia said, you know, he feels like home. He feels safe. And he ends up like accidentally kind of ripping her hair, <laughs> her hair, her veil, her veil uh-huh. out. And and it's like on the ground. He goes, puts it on, and he's like doing this catwalk. And it was such a sweet, fun moment. It was between the two of them. But yeah. you know, Lydia kind of ends it saying that they have the the imperfectly perfect relationship, 
And I thought that that was very fitting. Oh, okay. So I have it different. I have like, there, you know, so after the catwalk, we get, (laughs) once he, that cute little moment between them where he models the veil for her, which I'm sorry, they just seem like they just have a very easy, it's not always easy, but you know what I mean? Just in general, a very easy relationship. Yes. Right. Like they're just, they're just able to have fun with each other and that is that is huge that is great yeah but we also get little snippets from past contestants they come on taylor says part of her part of her regrets not going through with it but ultimately she knows that in her heart she did the right thing and i'm like girl i don't know why you feel like you regret it do you feel like you're missing out on something with him i i think that if that was not, if, if Mexico was not indicative of how he was going to be, I don't know if you were expecting him to be completely different when he got back to Houston. I don't think so. You know, I don't know. And I just want to reiterate, Taylor, if you ever listen to this, we mm-hmm. are huge fans of yours. And Massive. again, we, we made a little meme for you that says, don't let the crown fall. And we completely yeah. agree with that statement. Don't sell yourself short because you're a catch and you deserve someone that is going to treat you the way that you need to be treated. And that's right. And he's out there and we believe that for you. So it's going to happen. Yeah. JP says his inability to open up has pushed people away. So he's aware that he has been like that in the past and it's something that he needs to work on. I'm like, yeah, homie, you should have worked on that before you came here. If you knew that that was a, if that was a deal breaker in the past, why did you come on this and think that it was going to be any different? I don't know. I was I was annoyed with that. Or why do you think it was going to be the responsibility of the other person to change that in you? I don't God. know. But then we get to our oh God, Tuche Uche. Maybe we should change it to Duche Uche. Yeah, that's more um, appropriate. Because I roll. He regrets not creating an environment where Aaliyah felt vulnerable and safe. And then yeah. it clips back to him calling her a recent cheater yeah and i just was like yeah pot call the kettle black Mm -hmm. like you're yeah out i don't want to see him ever again i have no No. desire to see him ever again we're gonna see him in the reunion though you know it but anyway then it goes to Aaliyah, and she says that love is a mindset a lifestyle and a daily choice Mm -hmm. and that this experience has challenged her which i would agree with that statement you know like she has been yeah i mean this was a hard experiment for her hard absolutely and again she's a catch too and there's somebody out there for her but Mm -hmm. please Please, please don't let it be Uche. That's all I got to say. Yeah, Johnny learned she isn't a perfect person and hasn't made the best choices, but is capable of having a healthy relationship. Johnny, I hope that's true. I really do hope that that is true for you. I hope it's if true you too let because if you, it. if you let Chris go, I will be mad. I mean, but then again, I also wasn't a fan of Johnny at the end. So maybe Chris deserves somebody better. There, I said it. But then again, here we go with another thing with, it isn't up to Chris to fix her. Chris is not there to fix you. You're absolutely right. You know, these are things that she needed to work on. Again, we don't know. I don't know if she has worked on them in the past, but these are things that, these people came in with a lot of childhood trauma, a lot of previous Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. that I don't know if they were seeking help to get it fixed but it definitely wasn't good to bring that into this and expect your your partner to help you walk through that yes no i agree 
Chris believes love is blind because in his life, the emotional connection brings out the physical connection. I love Chris. Chris, we love you very, very much. You are such a sweet man. Never change. Don't change for a single person. Continue to be your authentic self. I agree. So the season ends on such a good note. We're at Milton and Lydia's reception. All data points led to Milton making this decision. And they're both happy and love each other so much. She describes their relationship as the imperfect, perfectly relationship for her. And he's just like, you're English. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Again, the playful banter is there. Because he says, I don't know what you mean. And your English is so bad. But they laugh about it. I must say, I did write in my notes, from a PT standpoint, we have got to get this woman a step stool or something because I'm worried about both of their necks. I'm worried about the flexion and the extension Milton, sit here. sit down. Sit down while you're kissing her. Sit down sit or get her an eight-foot step stool. Eight-inch yes, step stool. Because, yeah. oof, they're going to have some neck issues there. I know, but yeah, the season closes with them kissing on the dance floor and... You know, we end with their love story, their fairy tale. And that's the end of Love is Blind. So we'll see if there's anything worth recapping in the reunion. It might not be where it's it's anything to write home about. I think there's there's gonna be some juicy, but there might not be, so we'll see. But follow us on all the things, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Send us an email at pour the tea podcast at gmail.com for maybe there's a show you want us to review next. We would love to hear about it. Yeah, and thanks but, again, guys, for going on this emotional journey because it was emotional. Yes. It was hot mess express kind of situation going mm-hmm. on. So thank you for being along for the ride. We love you. Yes, and we, we do. We'll see you next time. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.